All right, so basically, McCamey Manor is an American haunted house attraction in which survival horror-style events are enacted. McCamey Manor is considered a pioneer of extreme haunted attractions. It was founded in San Diego by Russ McCamey and originally located on his property. The house operates year-round, offering visitors a tour that can last up to eight hours. Guests must sign a liability waiver. McCaney Manor has attracted significant controversy, criticism, and media scrutiny for its use of simulated aggression and various forms of torture. Yeah. Does that pretty much sum it up, Chelsea? Did we miss anything? Um, so every tour is different. Like me, I'm not scared of water. There's so a lot of water people... in these things. <laughs> there, there is a lot of no, water. There seems to be a lot. There's a water theme in pretty much every aspect of the tour. Yeah, it's a lot of water, and a lot of people have phobias about water. Because they don't want to die. Well, I don't have a phobia of water. You don't think and drowning I... is, the, is the scariest way to die? Actually, I almost drowned it as a kid. <laughs> you almost drowned as a kid? What were you doing as a kid down on the creek back in Kentucky that you almost drowned, Chelsea? No, I, I lived in Kansas at the time. I was on an inner tube in the pool, and my cousin and my older brother decided to flip me but my feet got stuck because it bit and it trapped my feet so when they flipped me over i got stuck and i was stuck oh underwater for how Whoa. long i don't know how long when you're in that position it feels like forever wiki describes it as a haunted house now it's not when, a haunted house yeah because um, when you think of a haunted house you haunted. think of a traditional walkthrough you're gonna get scared it's cheesy it's no, corny it's... it's funny this just looks like you're signing up for pain i'm curious what you were like before this i guess were you <laughs> i won't lie like i will get to why i had to go to therapy because of this at what after time? you hear what he did <laughs> joe are you yeah. talking pre-rat race yes Pre-rat race, pre the whole matter. My three tours didn't listen. mess me up mentally. Okay, that was my question. No, the three tours didn't mess me up mentally because it takes a lot to mess me up mentally. What um, did it? What he did did mess me up mentally because he went on his group, told people that they needed to unfriend me, block me. I was mentally unstable and this dangerous. Is the thing that that is. Yeah. So, so he socially he ostracized people. you, and that was the thing that got you. When he was shoving rats up your ass, that was okay. Yeah. But All right. So did we lose that, it? Good, good, good job, Joe. Yeah, it was so. time. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Chelsea, thanks for being on the show. I know that you got a lot to talk about. We just we covered what McCamey Manor is all about. What I'm interested to know is how do you come to meet Russ? How does he come about making a connection with you? Just describe Russ to people that don't know. Russ McCamey is the person that started this. He's a character. He's an eccentric character. How would you describe Russ? So, like, when I first met him, he seemed charismatic charming 
Um, the funny guy, positive, <laughs> and he's really not he that kind of. Did you, what? did you did you kind of like? Did you think he was hot a little bit? Was he, was he no. A little bit. You didn't no. Have any... no. When I say charming, I don't mean by looks. Maybe right. like cunning. Like Ted Bundy was charming, and he was a serial killer. Yep. Right. Yeah. You're absolutely right. There's a lot so, of similarities. Like the way I view him now is a narcissist psychopath. Yeah, I think that's an accurate description of him. I, we actually have a clip. Uh, we'll, we'll play it later on. But uh, there's there was one gentleman that already covered McCamey Manor, and he'd worked with law enforcement. He described that Russ has all the similarities of a psychopath, a traditional psychopath. He has a lust for control. He has a need for power. He seems to feed on people that are eager. He can spot somebody that's maybe a little bit weak in the moment and able to pounce on that person. So he's able to identify victims. Not to say, you know, Chelsea, <laughs> he, 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 he clearly had a, he was clearly comfortable enough with you to have you back three times. So there was something when we watched, that he yeah. could take advantage of. When we watched Haunters the other night, Seamus, that lady went on Grace. She said it was like so scary. And she said, oh, yeah, that was my first time. People like, wait, wait, the first time she was. Oh, I went three times. Same as you, Chelsea. Do you know that person <laughs> I'm talking about, Grace? I didn't know if you no, watched the documentary. I did when I first heard about it like a long time ago. I have memory loss due to some stuff. Like drowning? No. When did you go? What years? I went in 2020. Oh, really? So do you want to talk about some of the things you went through there? Well. Before we get into it, is there really a 40-page waiver? That's the thing that really fascinates me. I wanted to get into that because everybody talks that about a waiver, waiver is where long he basically can kill you. Go ahead. What did you say? That waiver is long as shit. Mm -hmm. Did you read Excuse it? Excuse my curse words, but it yeah. is long. And yeah. it is multiple pages front and back. Were you submerged when he gave it to you? No. <laughs> like he gives the people the, the waiver, Todd. You saw the videos with me. He gives people the waiver like as he's shoving shit down their throat. Like as he's shoving your head underwater and calling you a bitch and right. degrading and humiliating you, which is what he's into. I mean, the whole thing, we'll get into it some more, but the whole thing just has this really kind of this real sadistic, creepy, almost sexual undertone to it where he's kind of well, feels like he's getting off on the control of it. Did you get that sense at all? Well, not really, because I don't know, like, with my tour, there was no real, like, torture, I would say. Really? Because what do you consider torture? Um... People Somebody looks like you. Me had it worse. <laughs> <laughs> People before me had it worse. To me, it didn't feel like torture, but to someone else, it might. Because, you know, it varies from person to person. Right. What? So, like, what I can handle as a person might vary on how you handle as a person. No, me, I didn't get no fingernails pulled or no teeth pulled. I did a lot of exercising in the front yard. He, he just worked the, you out? Push-ups and setups? At the summer town. That's where his haunt is. But it was like a lot of physical work. And then there was... Sounds scary. <laughs> well, I mean, Seamus, we watched the other night. He had that guy strap on. It was like an old rusty barrel. Yeah. And he just had him like crawling. And oh, I yeah. feel like he just like um, 
did he use props at all or he just say you know give me some burpees go um he has like log tires he has that metal barrel you see a lot of people crawl on the ground with mm-hmm. and did you that's not scary that's just kind of yeah, i don't, I don't know what that is there's nothing clever about this. Like, no, just, no, this is just like if me and Todd were like, Hey person sign this waiver and we'll just beat the shit out of you. And and drown then... you. I actually went into this thinking that there was this big, well-organized thing. And I came away thinking this guy just like comes up with these like dumb ideas and makes you do these like crazy things. Uh, I don't know. Well, yeah. He's like... talking to you like this. Yeah. You like that little the... bitch. Yeah. The stunts like, because I did mine in winter. My first two tours were in winter. Okay. Is the tour in winter different than a traditional tour? What do you mean? Uh, we're trying to get at, like, what exactly happened? I'm hearing that you did some well, exercise. There's there's nothing really the winter, like, water is still a factor. So he <laughs> used water? That shit is cold as fuck. What did he do, Chelsea? Just tell him. Just yeah, what did he like, do? What did... For me. Like, pretend I'm making so, a Lego. How do you, how do I build what happened? Well, put it this way, Joe, why don't you play one of the clips and she'll get what we're getting at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to hand you three forms. Each, one form each. Take this. Don't get it wet. Huh? It's extremely physical and the participants may very well leave bikini matter with bumps, bruises, cuts, or other possible injuries, next. including possible broken bones. Participant may very well leave bikini matter with unintentional emotional distress and psychological issues. The participant understands that it is never the intent of MM to cause myself and any type of psychological damage. So when you're begging and screaming for mercy and you want out of McKamey Manor, what do I do? You're not gonna let me go. No. Why are you doing this? That's my question. Why would you do this after everything is happening? Why would you sign this waiver? Christina, why would you do this? I don't know. Probably to push my body further than with the first time. Is this a good idea? Probably not. Fill that out. Um, How similar was that? Do you remember something like that happening? It wasn't like that with me. Um, I was able to sit down in my little onesie after doing my little face painting and everything and glitter. You showed up in a onesie? Yeah, I showed up in a onesie. Is that the protocol? Is that what you did? Yes. Uh, shame is that bunny guy was in a onesie yeah. too. There seems to be a theme of that. It's like a furry, like teletubby um, situation. Um, the contestants for McKamey Manor, we wear onesies. And you did normally. Did request that? Or why did you just, what brings no, that on? Who makes that decision? It's one of the things he has you do. So he and does. He requests that. Before your tour, you do all these other things, little challenges before you do your tour. Uh-huh. Like what? Like a Well, sometimes it's it's just doing really ridiculous stuff. Like, they have what's called puke parade. Puke parade. Now you get my attention. What happens during the puke parade? So, what puke parade is, they pick some ingredients. It could be sardines, stuff. They'll give you a list of stuff to mix together. And you have to eat it. Oh, that's just, but, that's so eighth grade sleepover. Well, uh, yeah, she, <laughs> um, real quick, Seamus, I just feel like this guy, Russ, like is doing something so stupid. He got completely lucky by Netflix somehow finding out about this. Yeah. Oh, he yeah, had the, it in the right, in the right sweet yeah. spot at the right time. Yeah, exactly. I have, uh, 
anyway, puke parade didn't bother me much because I have a pretty strong stomach. So you ate everything he gave you? The yeah, sardines, I even did everything. Kitchen. There's uh, a part in McKamey Manor called Mother's Kitchen. And I did that on my third tour with my friend. And she couldn't stomach it, but I was fine. What is Mother's Kitchen exactly? You're cooking up gross it's, things like roadkill? No, it's edible stuff, but it's ingredients put together. Like like what ingredients? Like make, salad, make me a puke cocktail. What is it? The green salad that I had was with vegetables, jalapenos, <laughs> something else with lunch. green food coloring. Yeah, sounds good to me. Yeah. A boiled egg. Mm. Then there was this red stuff. And I know it had... It had been blended. I don't know mm. what was in it. I think there was like Vienna sausages or was there any hot gluten dogs in it? Or I know there was definitely sardines in it and it was dyed red. And then they had this white one. And I don't know what was in the white one, but that shit actually tasted good to me. So So he feeds you pretty well. He just he just feeds you. <laughs> right? yeah. So what so bizarre. What? So, I mean, for instance, Joe, do you have that one queued up that I sent you where the guys like crushed in a box all like i would have so much claustrophobia that, um, that is um San yeah let, let's take well let's take a look at this clip and I, this to me right here is the worst oh, being crushed God. like crunched in a small like space well like that stuff we're wasting my time this new stuff it's just he went wrong. There's not a tank in 58. Yeah. There's a common theme every single time. So, Chelsea, we watched a clip where this guy passed out, and they were giving him water, and he's like, I'm passed out. And they're like, oh, no, no, you're fine, you're fine. Is there a safe word you can say and just be completely done with it? Because people have said they're quitting, and they're like, no, no, you're not quitting. Um. With the one in Summertown, which is just you and Russ, you have a safe phrase. What was your safe phrase? It's this long spiel that I don't even remember. <laughs> <laughs> that so, doesn't so, sound too safe. I came from it's, this It's a place. bad safe word if you can't remember it. I came to the <laughs> manor, drank my milk, took my lunch money, or something like that. I don't even remember. Wow. So it's an elaborate what? phrase, not even a word. You need to yeah. remember like a poem that Russ wrote and then he'll be <laughs> it. So here's the thing. Like it like not not well, to like, play with me, or anything, but it, there's no such thing as a waiver that allows somebody to kidnap you. <laughs> there's no such thing as a as a waiver that allows somebody to well, confine you against your will. I wasn't like kidnapped or forced into anything. A lot of the contestants aren't. We just show up and go do the manor and that's that like i did rat race what's the so, rat race so rat race is this maze and you are blindfolded and yes water is involved in it and mm. if you're claustrophobic and tight scared of small spaces i would not recommend anyone to do it so you're in and, water with rats crawling all over you basically that, that's the rat maze no, there's no rat. I mean, I didn't see no, I didn't feel no rats. Missing rats a key me. ingredient, the rat maze. <laughs> yeah. So Why what was the most, the what was the most extreme thing you had to do? Or someone you know, the person you were with? The most extreme that I saw for a friend of mine, 
he had opened up something called the morgue and there was actual like tools that he would put by their faces to me that would be kind of torturous so that your thing so he wants to know what you're the most afraid of that's what he asks the yeah, people up when i saw that so what was your so, thing that you said don't do this russ and he's definitely going to do it my thing is this is the craziest thing so i'm not afraid of water but i'm afraid of being stuck in a flood <laughs> so he would shoot like water and in people's faces and they would be like i can't breathe i can't breathe and he would just like keep doing shut it. Up. And, you can breathe yeah oh, bitch and I said to Seamus, this just reminds me of someone being raped or something. The only thing missing from half of these things is Russ's dick. I'm afraid of like something catching on fire. Okay. So fire and floods. And, and what did Russ do to accommodate that? I'm sure he, he gave you some taste of what that might look like. I mean, you can't really make a flood. So. So what did he do to simulate your, your worst fears? What did he do that was really scary? The whole idea when I hear haunted is that I'm going to be scared. Did he scare you? Um, It wasn't really. What is the scariest part for me? Was oh, I'm out. able to <laughs> like use my sense of eyesight. Yeah. Like not being able to see. But I overcame that by using my other sense of touch. Mm-hmm. Especially in the rat race. But when we watched some of these, I heard there was times where you put people in coffins. To me, that's scary. Um, that was San Diego. That was the chamber, I think it was. He didn't do that, but I'm going to go back to where I thought was torn. He had one of my friends in there, and he actually closed her up in a box. Yeah. Yeah. To me, that's as scary as you can get, With that kind of thing. And you're responsible for bringing that friend master. there, right? That was your idea. I didn't bring her there. She chose to go. <laughs> Seamus, that's like that time that you went to Manchester when you got dragged to Manchester. <laughs> no, she... I was promised I, I was promised all of the paradise of Manchester, New Hampshire, and was was sorely mistaken to find out she, it's a um, of death. She um this was her second tour. I think it was when she went to the morgue. Mm. At one Jedi, point, Jedi, can you try to scare her? <laughs> like Do it. Yeah. Do that. Does that freak it, you out? It, you know what's so yeah. funny? When we started talking about McKamey Manor like a month or two ago, it had like a it was a lot larger than it's turning out to be. <laughs> <laughs> it just it turns out you just see a sad man that needs dog food and he hurts you. <laughs> Well, I mean, some did people have had, had buy? Um, did, you, did you bring him the food? That's his Yeah, I brought him dog food. You, you did? You brought him dog food? Yeah. So that's like a known thing. You show up as a Teletubby and you have dog food. Like that's a, that's a have, yeah. have to. You know what? The, you, you show know what this up is? whatever your butsy is. Did this you get hurt me. at all, Chelsea? Did you get hurt or beaten or, you know, black eyed or bruised anything? Yeah, I got bruises from I bruised like a banana. So going through that little rat race, I got bruised a lot and carrying that metal drum. I got bruises. But what's the metal drum? What is that all about? <laughs> it's like a turtle crawler, turtle walk. I don't know. Shame, Seamus, for this uh, the stuff that they go through at McCamey Manor. I think we need that Benny Hill music. <laughs> 
Chelsea, did you like Russ? Like, do you like him as a person? Talk to us about your relationship with Russ because I'm fascinated you went back three times. So, with Russ, I liked him in the beginning. Okay. I was actually friends with him. Yeah. What was that like? What's what's it like being friends with Russ? What does what does he do? Does he buy when you go out to eat or? Um, when I went out out to eat with Russ, he always covered my tab. So. So it was like a date. I mean. Oh. No, it wasn't a date. It wasn't a date. Before we forget, Seamus, the thing we were laughing about the other night is what do the neighbors think? Are the neighbors like what is going on over there? Well, so so the neighbors oh. must call 911, and I know there was at least one incident where somebody saw somebody forcibly taken in a van, and they had to call 911, because what if that's not Russ fucking around, you know? So I know law enforcement is, like, regular there. What, what do you know about that, Chelsea? Um, From what I know is he calls and lets them know beforehand that he's having a tour done there, and that is what's going on. And they're so, just like, all right, you keep it down over there. That's it. I'm I don't know what close. his neighbors exactly think because I haven't talked to any of his neighbors. Can you imagine if he ends up murdering somebody, Todd? How stupid the fucking police would look on the stand well, going, yeah, he told us he was having a tour. Exactly. So just because it was going to be a typical dad. Because when he puts people underwater or in coffins, he doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> he doesn't know how to know. fix that. What is he, Kevin Bacon and Flatliners? He's going to bring you back from the dead? What happens? Like, what is the contingency plan when you do seize up and die? Like, what is well, he really thinks a waiver is going to save his ass? I don't know the legality of it because I never consulted a lawyer, but I do know, like, do you feel like Russ knew you wouldn't consult a lawyer if shit went sideways, though? Do you think maybe he groomed you a little bit and thought, yeah, this is somebody I can trust? No, I don't think that at all. He didn't contact you before and ask you questions and get to know you before he invited you to the manor? Oh, um, there's a screening process. You guys don't mind if I smoke, do you? Oh, no. smoke it up. If you got him, I want you to smoke him. Is the list really that long to get in? Before he was like, oh, it was like 1,700 people or 17,000 people on the waiting list. That can't possibly. Don't short him 10 Gs. Of yeah, people. that obviously <laughs> um, cannot be true. I never ran that part. Never ran one. I know the the Russ statistics page. The screening process. Mm-hmm. I know before I went, I got asked a bunch of questions. I had to get a physical. I had to get a mental health evaluation. Who gives you the physical? A doctor. So you he had you go to see your primary care physician to get a note. Yeah, to make sure. And who gave you the health. mental health? Yeah. Um, uh, you know, doctor. My doctor actually went through the questions to say if I was mentally able to handle it. Yeah. Is there a specific doctor that you do you had you saw a shrink to see that you were stable? Like what is I guess what Jedi's asking is what I, what was the what I was actually, the mental aptitude? I actually see mental health professionals through the VA mm-hmm. because of the trauma I suffered for through my military career. Oh, well, thank you for your service. I didn't know you were a, I didn't know you were a service lady. So, like... Is that appropriate, by the way? Is it service lady or service woman? Probably not lady. (laughs) Service lady sounds poor. Like, I wouldn't give a service lady a gun. You're probably not a service lady. Service, service person. Go on. I'm a veteran. 
You know what this reminds me of? When we first started talking about McCamey Manor, it was like Friday the 13th, but now it's like, remember that parody movie, Saturday the 14th? No, shit, that's not Oh, funny. yeah. It was like with Jeffrey Tambor. It was just like a, it was like a funny parody of Friday the 13th. We'll have to watch it. All right. Well, well. Next time we have a date night, me and you, Todd, because because we yeah. watched the we watched the McCamey Manor documentary, like just two dudes on the couch hanging out on a Friday night it was really cute. Yeah. Then we watch YouTube videos of this. Probably, I think the worst thing that could happen at McCamey Manor is that old barrel. Like you have to get a tetanus shot if uh, you get stuck with something in that old barrel. There's a hundred and nine yeah. different things that could go terribly wrong when you go to McCamey Manor. I want to see either permanently disfigured or dead. I want to see if Joe can find that clip with the metal barrel. What would he look up? Um, I've said it's I, on Joe, YouTube. Play the one with just people getting fucked up. Play that one. So, that, and you can put that anywhere you want in the show too, where you think it's appropriate, just so people get a taste of like what this sounds like when you go. The to... videos of what people go through. Yeah, listen, to, listen. To And you'll hear people be like, let me out. Let me out. I'm done. I want right. out. It's, it's, it's so bizarre. It's, it's just confinement and asphyxiation and drowning and gross shit in the mouth. Someone's burping in her face while another guy douses her in <laughs> I mean, it, and it's two to three hours. Oh, 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 Chelsea's gonna need at least two cigarettes after all. Of but this. I feel like the most We're extreme things they show her on video. I feel like ninety percent of the stuff isn't anything like what we see on those videos. I'm sure um, Russ it sensationalizes it. What? Like, there's a lot of things that aren't shown on video like what it just depends on the person's tour like i don't know like mine pretty much everything was shown except for like a couple things like bamboo run Ooh, bamboo run um, yeah could you walk us through your your tour like from start to finish could well, you like well, just tell us about bamboo run she was remembering as we go we heard about rat race now bamboo run what is how does that work well, I went through a rat race. I went through Oblivion. Luckily for me, Oblivion did have. Um, what, what happens in Oblivion? Like, we're not going to. These are not self-explanatory. Sh things, yeah, Seamus, this seems like Escape the Pike. Those, uh, what do you call those things? The escape rooms? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm great in escape rooms. Oblivion, you have, it's called <laughs> Baby Bottle Bash. The baby bottle bash. So, so we're not going to go into what the bamboo run is. We're going to go. Can we stop go, on any one of these and know what it is? I'm going through my tours of what I did. Okay. So, stop yelling at me. <laughs> God. So through um, oblivion. Mm -hmm. That was some cold, cold water. And then I had to crawl through something. Okay. Got some bruises. We'll call that oblivion. Run, which. I was pretty much blindfolded, running through. I don't know if, what exactly I was running through, but I know I got stuck a couple times. In the bamboo run? Yes. Mm, so you had to get through the bamboo shoots, or how does this work? I don't know what it is. 
Were you blindfolded? Is that why you don't have details? Because Russ blindfolds you. Yeah, blindfolded. You were blindfolded. Okay, I think that was the missing link throughout this entire conversation. So if there are any details you felt you didn't know, know we're asking her, because she was blindfolded for most of the tour. I knew I would get it to the makes sense now. I was poking and prodding, and I found the answer, Todd. She doesn't know shit about the manor because she was blindfolded the entire fucking time she was in it. Hey, Seamus, remember that time I told And I fell off. It actually landed on my butt. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then I went to Alice. You went to Alice. Ooh, Alice is scary. Is that now Alice is the girl with the face that's ripped off, right? No, like Alice in Wonderland. Oh Alice in I, Wonderland. That doesn't sound Seamus. Scary. Remember we so, talked about the how how McCamey Manor episode was the one that was gonna put our podcast on the map? <laughs> what do you mean? This is going swimmingly. You don't think so? What are you talking so, about? Yeah, I think, I think this is crystal clear what McCamey Man is about, and the people are going to want to know more. Happy Halloween, everyone. Yeah. So, <laughs> Alice have to swim through something and, in this hole, and it's like 10 feet down. I don't know what it is that's in there, but... So, you think you're in a 10-foot hole. Like, that in and of itself is horrifying. Does, does it ever occur to you that maybe he might just kill you? Because you've essentially let yourself into a ten foot hole with a madman. No, so, like yeah. you swim through the ten feet hole. He don't go with you. Mm. Ch- Chelsea, w- what I find scarier than the McKamey Manor is those messages that Russ. So... No, the me- the messages that Russ would send to you about your friend, how he was like creeping on her. He said okay. she needs to call me. Can you tell us about that? He seems yeah. kind of creepy. He seems to latch on to people. And- yeah. So with that situation, that's what really led to him and I essentially me seeing for who he really is. Mm-hmm. Um, a mutual friend was talking to me about how she was talking to this guy. And she was really excited. And I was really happy for her. She told me it was Russ. And I didn't have anything bad to say about the guy at that time. So I didn't really say anything bad about him because I didn't have anything. I was like, yeah, he's a cool guy. He's always been cool with me. Um, I'm happy for you. At this juncture, you've already met him. You've already gone through the manor three times or twice or what? Like how how well do you know? Three times. Yeah. So you'd already been with him three times in the manor. And, and then he meets your friend, and, and then what happens? Well, I guess they went out on a date, and... Is it true that Russ is a Walmart greeter now? Have you heard that? Yes, and yeah. partial cashier. But she's like, how is he as a person? I said, I had no problems with him. He's a good guy, as far as I could tell. I learned how wrong I was, now thinking about it, how wrong that misconception was. Um, I like that you speak in generalities because I don't want any specifics at all. I like that I, you let me use my imagination yeah. when you when I ask you questions, and it's just <laughs> yeah, I, you go a number of different ways. And I think the listeners are going to like that too. So I like that. Keith, just I'm just complimenting you. Stay, stay just the way you are. So she wound up princess. Wait, so um, she wound up telling him as she told me that they were talking, and he was telling her how he wanted to be with her. And whispering sweet nothings in her ears. And I say sweet nothings because we know he does not have 
the emotional capacity to love anyone but himself. I sense uh, hostility between you and Russ. Like you, you, you definitely had. I think there was some connection there. Was it? Was there any jealousy at all when when he was seeing your friend? No, I'll tell you why there's hostility here in a minute. All right. Okay. So, we gotta hit the fast forward button and get to it, though. Yeah. We gotta get something good here. <laughs> so. He started getting in my inbox and having me be like, well, you need to contact your friend and have her talk to me. Yep. I was like, why? He's like, well, she stopped talking to me. I was like, well, that's weird because she was telling me how they were talking every day and blah, blah, blah. So I, the first time I did it, I won't lie, the first time I did it. Well, come to find out, she was upset because he went out with a female friend. Female friend. What are you doing? What does this mean? What <laughs> I'm trying to focus on the details of the story, and now you're 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 dropping innuendo on me, like I'm supposed to read. No, what, what is that? What are you talking? Literally, tell me what you mean. What is what is happening? Female friend. Female friend. Right. What does that mean? Like a prostitute? What is? What do you mean? No. So some woman he knew. Okay. Mm -hmm. So he went out with her, and my friend was upset about it, but um. I told him, I was like, well, if you want to be with my friend, then you need to let her know how you feel. And I was like, you need to let her know how you feel and that you want to be with her and only her. So he's like, well, I'm just trying to get to know her. But yet you're telling my friend you want to be with her. Todd, do you know what's going on, man? Chelsea, basically. Chelsea, give us something. Give us something good. Give us something good. I am. Let me finish my story. So then the next day, he's like, well, uh, Jen isn't talking to me. And I was like, well, I don't know what to say. She was, she had, I know it sounds high school drama-ish, but she had a lot of stuff going on in her personal life. Like, what did he do? I just want to know what happened. I just don't get it. <laughs> whole story to see what he I don't did. I can imagine that they were enamored with one another I know how relationships start so why why is, is Russ a bad guy and what did he do and why are you mad I will tell you let me finish I'm a bit of an ignoramus you have to uh, I have to apologize <laughs> you can't just read the first chapter of the book and then go to the last chapter so that's the thing I the think we're writing a novel right now and like there's a lot of there's actually a lot of detail that anyway, would love he to wanted me to contact my friend like again. An easier job than what we're giving him to deal with right now <laughs> he wanted me to contact my friend again and I didn't want to contact her so I told him no I said mm -hmm. she had a lot of personal stuff going on I sent in the screenshots and I told him pretty much that, no, I wasn't going to do it. And he was in my inbox again, talking about how he sent her 100 messages. And he's like, well, you need to tell your friend that she needs to call me because it only takes five minutes to have a phone conversation. Well, Which why do you is think you were so anxious to get in touch with her, though? Do you think something happened? Like, do you think he got creepy and like he's, he's paranoid? He I sounds will, paranoid. I will explain this about all right. Russ. All right, I'll, I'll back off. We're, we're gonna get so, there, buddy. We're like on a roller coaster, and it's going tick 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 tick. tick, 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 so, tick Joe, can we make a show out of this? That, or is this... <laughs> that he that Just he maybe. was dead serious that she needed to call him. I said, first of all, I'm not telling her you're dead. Second of all, she has a lot of things going on in her life. And I said, third of all, you're behavior is inappropriate 
What for about someone four? you're just trying to get, sending her a hundred some messages and then telling me to tell her she needs a pickup when you call. That is red flags galore. Mm -hmm. So the McKinney Manor is because of his, um, he's not making it in, in his, his relationship. So he takes his frustration and created the McKinney oh, Manor. Is that it? Oh, good. <laughs> Jedi, good point, Jedi, Jedi going in for the, uh, for the whole analysis how, here. I don't know how McKinney Manor came, but I do know that I told him his behavior was inappropriate and he did not like what I had to say <laughs> as a friend. And I told him, yes, I'm calling you out as a friend and that I'm a damn good friend because- You felt it together so well, friend. I love you, buddy. So it, so this this whole oh. McKamey man, this whole McKamey manner thing, do you think a lot of it has to do with Russ either meeting women or some type of sexual satisfaction? It, it sounds has to be. like it. Yeah. It seems like this is also a dating app for Russ. Is it not like there's something in it for Russ? That, that not what just I'm trying beginning. to entertain That's me. That's what I was starting to think. Okay. Because the women he was meeting were off the closed group. Off the and he what just group? doesn't talk to one woman while he's in my inbox mm. telling me how much he wants to talk to my friend. He's talking to another one of my friends and plan to meet her that friday oh no he didn't oh yes he did so the mckinney manor is like a cult dating so, site it seems like that way and most of the contestants i have seen have been women i can count on my hand since i was in that group from the moment i had joined until the moment i got kicked out and blocked out of the group because i told russ it, his no. behavior was inappropriate be professional buddy come on pull it together that what <laughs> he was doing was inappropriate to my friend i got kicked and blocked from the group i can count on one hand how many male contestants we had have you sought any sort of counseling since your experience there yes i have Okay, how's that going? It, it's Great. Okay. It's going okay. So, She's right as rain, Joe. So I'm, I'm curious does, what you were. I'm curious what you were like before this. I guess were you? <laughs> did he break? Was, okay. Did he break? I, Joe. So, I won't lie. Like, I will get to why I had to go to therapy because of this. At what after time? you hear what he did? Joe, are you Joe, talking? Joe, are you yeah. talking pre-rat race? Yes, pre-rat race, pre the whole matter. My three horse didn't listen. mess me up mentally. Okay, that was my question. No, the three horse didn't mess me up mentally, because it takes a lot to mess me up mentally. What um, did it? What he did did mess me up mentally because he went on his group, told people that they need to unfriend me, block me. I was mentally unstable and this dangerous. Is the thing that that is, so, yeah. so he socially he ostracized people... you, and that was the thing that got you. When he was shoving rats up your ass, that was okay. Yeah. But All right. So we lose uh, good, good, good job, Joe. Yeah, it was so, time. 
I, I think like her business to McCain. You think we got Banner, enough out of her? Joe, that, I, I think that's fifty bucks. Just so you know, you, yeah, you yeah. I think we only got like thirty-three of those dollars in. I, it's unreal. I would never pay anyone, but I wanted her on so bad. I'm like, I'll toss you fifty bucks. She's like, really? Her visits to the McKinney no, no, no. Manor. The story was hilarious. You, you, she goes, I'm not ready to talk about it. You go, I'll give you 50 bucks. She goes, I'm ready. Yeah. Yeah. She goes, when you're ready. I, her her tour of McKinney Manor to me would be like like the fun house at Whalem Park when I was a kid. <laughs> it's like it's Whalem Park if they threw up in your mouth at the end yeah. of the fun house. I knew we were in trouble when she said talking about like, oh, they made you eat this food, and she said it was like <laughs> it was something that, like I would well, like love no to have. Correct answer here. I'll be her. You asked me a question about the manor. So, what was the manor like when you first went? Well, it's not so much like what it's like. It's like it's not what it what it is, but it can be what it's not. <laughs> like there are times when I was like where am I? But then I knew that I'd be okay. Here's the one thing I did learn about all this. Oh, good. Is that his, his behavior was inappropriate. Oh, oh this guy's a creep <laughs> through and through. This guy, she is- said that like five times. She <laughs> kept saying that, 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 did that, not, that didn't crack you guys up. His oh, behavior was totally inappropriate. inappropriate. Uh, really? He was slapping the shit out of you and sticking what? Of course he's inappropriate. Yeah, that's you signed that's, up for yeah, that. That's the gig, yeah. Russ Russ was inappropriate when he was making you run through bamboo shoots and rats were jumping out at you. What? This was just him trying to fuck your friend. Yeah, afterwards he wasn't yeah. a good guy. Oh, shocker. <laughs> wow. Joe, oh she's been blocked. She's quizzing me why she's been blocked. <laughs> she upset that she's 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 been out. She sent me a screenshot. So, just real quick, I mean, just so we have something else to talk about, mm. Joe. I don't know if you saw this in the news. So, I'm a UPS driver. Did you mm. see the guy in San Diego? Holy shit! What a story! I, you saw that, Jedi? Did you? No. What if I was gonna die as a UPS driver? Like, what do you think a couple ways would be? Well, die in general. What would be the least likely way you could die? Average yeah. Jedi. Yeah, exactly. Eating a pizza. Eating a pizza. Well, no, 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 no. They, something that doesn't ever happen. That, yeah, that could happen. Choking on a pizza. Could, yeah, you could do you think you could ever plane. get? Go do ahead. you think I could ever die being hit by a plane? No. While you're driving a car. No. Oh my god. Oh my gosh. This guy's gonna be. Uh, I mean, this this he's got to have the worst luck or the best luck turned for the worst that a human being could possibly have Todd you're driving along I think he was at the end of his route too like he just got his balls busted from Anthony Mastroliani (laughs) (laughs) about his about how many pickups he had left he's Uh, like fuck uh. this guy I'm gonna get through these stops I'm gonna go home he's got his balls are swimming in his in his soup in his grundle and he just wants to get the hell home and what happens a plane is falling from the sky, Jedi, about to crash, and it lands on the UPS truck. When I when I see stuff like that happen, I just feel like, what is this thing we're living in that that can happen? Oh, my gosh. That is it's luck terrible. beyond the Powerball. Like, you could win the Powerball six times before you would even approach the likelihood of getting killed right. by falling plane debris. 
I know. Yeah. Hey, uh, yeah, that's nice. I saw I, in the last couple of years, I've seen two stories. One where, um, I guess some, uh, you know, they have to release some of the uh, toilet stuff out of planes in midair. Um, and and one did fall and and kill somebody. Literally, a block of shit from a plane it comes out sort of frozen and and it killed somebody. And then I read a story uh, in in England like a year ago. A guy was walking down the street. Somebody was mowing their lawn, and yeah, it yeah. shot a rock. And the rock hit the dude in the temple and dropped him dead there on the street. I can't imagine getting getting hit by an airplane so, while you're driving yeah, your work Joe, vehicle. Joe, Joe, when when Jesus. they when they when they dropped the waste from the plane, was it in Oakville, Washington? Was it a blob? Remember our first show? Oh my God! Yes, that's right. Yeah. Ah. Oh, you want? You I'd rather want get hit what? by a blob than a blob of shit. Yeah. That's for sure. What about what about what Alec Baldwin just went through? Did you, anybody oh, read this story? That is yeah, crazy. That's horrible. You want unlikely ways to die. This isn't quite a UPS driver getting fried by a plane, but you, dude, you know what's funny about that? If if it was Tom, himself. Yeah, if it was Tom Hanks, people would be like, "Holy shit, it's Alec Baldwin." People are like, "Oh, he must have raped the girl. He must have raped the girl, and he's trying to the cover it up." Of, the chances of you being shot by Alec Baldwin are actually pretty high. <laughs> Believe it yeah. or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. If 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 a, a one Hollywood actor had to shoot you, it might be Alec Baldwin or one of the Baldwins. <laughs> That would make the Baldwin is gonna kill you if you Yeah, if there was a Baldwin on the other end of the gun, it's like you know what you did. You know what you did. Yeah, you asked for this when you got in bed with Baldwin. Um, but I mean, Uh, how? Yeah. Like, why? Why is there a real gun on the set? Like, why is that necessary? I understand it needs to look real, but you actually. That's what happened with Brandon Lee, Bruce Lee. Yes, exactly. I talked yeah. to a I talked to a set designer in Hollywood today who said that there's just there's something about shooting a real gun with blanks that you just can't replicate. Um, even you with just CGI? can't replicate it. Yeah, really? even with CGI, they just they said there's something about it's just the, the way it's shot. You you need the you need the real gun experience. You need the firing no. of it. They they just can't. They say they just can't replicate it well enough, and that's why they still do it. And you would have thought, Wait. I like you said after Brandon Lee, they would have yeah. learned. Yeah, but I heard it actually was blanks today, and you can get killed from a blank because something wasn't it a blank. No, yeah. it, I I'm, the well, last I just read was it did have a live round in it. Oh. I think so this was a story. I think it was one of those situations round. where look, they they had a live round in the gun. They thought they emptied the gun to put in blanks. And you know, obviously we've seen this a million times where people leave things in the chamber, not realizing. Right. And I I, I I I get the sense it was that I because you can uh there is um there is something that happens uh and, and you can get a projectile from shooting blanks at times. So yeah, but yeah, but uh, the the latest I'm just I just saw literally a couple minutes ago was that it was a live round. Uh, yeah, so Seamus, so there was like did, that sounds intentional. Like somebody knows the difference between a blank and a live round. Somebody loaded that gun. Yeah, but, uh, it, but then, I mean, again, all, it's one of those yeah. things, Seamus. I, I mean, a handful of times a year, it's just somebody sloppy forgets to take a gun out of you know a bullet <laughs> out of the chamber, and they think that they've cleared the clip and they're good to go, and they're not. 
that's just so we had like three or four news stories we talked about four shames what was the cancel culture one no 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 i have another crazy way you could possibly die that also happened recently i don't know if you heard about the tufts university lacrosse player who died choking on a hot dog at a hot dog eating contest oh yes the girl right girl right girl yeah yeah this is a real story and, and people are trying their hardest not to make hot dog jokes on instagram but uh she she entered into a hot dog eating contest like six of them just went through my head and i'm not gonna yeah say it's them. hard not to it's hard yeah. not to. yeah I, I, if you're going to make it it needs to be funny like i would make one knock them dead drop the mic and move away like you you yeah. gotta if you're gonna make a hot dog eating joke when a girl literally died this girl's dead this girl died. Old? Uh, madeline lee nickpon 20 20 years old. 20 years old. Wow. 20 years old. How sad. From Suffern, New York. Uh, was involved in an accident Saturday at an off-campus house in the small city Jeez. of Somerville. She's in Somerville. Where they had a hot dog eating contest and evidently did not have medical staff on hand. Even though this was a gathering. This was a crowd. It was an event. And legally you're supposed to have medical staff on hand. There's gonna be some hell to pay for some whoever organized this thing and didn't have a medic nearby while she was choking and people didn't know what to do is gonna have his ass handed. Jesus, that's horrible. I'm curious what you were like before this. I guess were you? (laughs) I won't lie. Like I will get to why I had to go to therapy because of this. At what time? After you hear what he did, Joe, you talking pre rat race? Yes. Pre-rat race, pre the whole matter. My three course didn't listen. mess me up mentally. Okay, that was my question. No, the three tours didn't mess me up mentally because it takes a lot to mess me up mentally. What um, did it? What he did did mess me up mentally because he went on his group, told people that they needed to unfriend me, block me. I was mentally unstable and this dangerous. Is the thing that that is. So so he socially ostracized you, and that was the thing that got you. When he was shoving rats up your ass, that was okay. Yeah. All right. So we lose it. Good. Good good job, Joe. Yeah, it was time. (laughs) Anybody here ever been in a hot dog eating contest? I mean, who has? But Joe, tell us about yours. Well, let me tell you something. I was in a hot dog eating contest. Shocker. I only once, Seamus. Here's the thing. I came in second place. Ooh, I would have bet on you. I yeah, dude, I was winning most of the way. Got six and a half hot dogs in ten minutes. You're not a closer. You're not a closer. I couldn't do it. Yeah, I started gagging towards the end. But do you know what you get for coming in second place in a hot dog eating contest? A stomach ache. Yeah. 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 No kidding. The trophy was like six feet tall. Oh, right. And there was nothing for second place other than literally just feeling like crap the rest of the. And you probably gained a fifth of what Joey Chestnut puts away. Not even. Pathetic. Yeah. Uh, Seamus once ate the old 96er. I don't know if you've heard of that one. <laughs> I got the t-shirt to prove it. Did you uh did you just have like a little bit of like grizzle and like fat left over at the end and they made you eat that? Todd, I, you have me confused with Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that you're so bad. Mind. That's a great movie, The Great Outdoors. When he comes home, he has the bib around his neck. I ate the old 96er. 
John Candy's one of the most brilliant comedians who's ever walked the planet. Let's wrap this up. But what was the cancel culture one? Was it John Gruden? John Gruden, yeah. He, John Gruden fired himself, but John Gruden had some emails uncovered. First of all, how do you have emails uncovered from one friend to another, like private emails, just being a douchebag? You know, like, oh, yeah. If, nothing he said was anything that you would agree with, but no. See, who hasn't said things they don't mean just to literally be a douchebag on purpose to your friends? If he's fired for being an idiot, that's completely fine with me. But for like grabbing these like 10 year old, everyone should have to show their emails if he has to. I would love that. that. I would love for all the people casting aspersions to have their email history checked over the last Hmm. 10 years. First of all, I'll take your challenge because I grew up Italian and you don't put anything in writing and you don't say anything on the phone anyway. Right. Otherwise, you're a fucking idiot if you do. And John, you're going to call me on the phone, Anthony. The other problem was, and I think this is important for people to know, um, he was emailing people's corporate accounts from his ah, personal email. He's, and he's so an nobody he's an nobody went through John Gruden's Yahoo account. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. stuff that he sent to a corporate account right. at the Redskins. So any fear that people have that they're going to start going through your Gmail or your right. – relax, that shit's not happening. But – don't be stupid and 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 don't don't email shit that you wouldn't want made public because you never know who the person in the other end dude is gonna is gonna publicize what you say it can happen at any point but I don't but the, all my yeah. emails right now the the guy on the other end of it must have also talked like that because John Gruden wouldn't have just randomly sent random Correct. racist stuff you know sexist yeah. stuff like that you wouldn't Correct. just send that to someone. Knowing they would be well, the, the guy he was sending it to got fired, and it was the guy who basically mm. caused that whole Washington football team sex scandal that they're currently dealing with. It's almost like we should just do better. You think? Not- <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I don't, I don't know if you guys know this too, but just before uh, when the the Washington football team announced they were no longer going to go by the moniker the Redskins, oh, it was the day before the story was about to break. That there was like this systemic sexual harassment happening within the organization. So for people yeah. who want to cry about the cancel culture, like, oh, Redskins is inoffensive. Dan Snyder, the owner, said he would never change the name of the team. And as soon as faced with a giant sex scandal that was going to embarrass the organization, he was like, yeah, hey, you know what? Ah, Redskins are out. I'm super woke. He's not woke. He just didn't want everyone to see all the shit that's going to be coming out. Right. The, uh, Congress is now uh, going to start investigating this as well. So it's going to get worse for uh, the Washington football team. Yeah. Hey, so we got to talk for like another hour or something to make something out of this show. Well, <laughs> yeah, are, are we going to use this? I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I, what, get her back on. <laughs> Where's Chelsea? Is she she said like. She's like, I didn't finish it. It was gonna be good. I mean, Joe, can we make something of this? Or I'll, I'm sure I could carve this up, even if it just ends in us laughing about. I mean, what the fuck was that? I don't even know what she was talking about. She didn't. Joe, Joe ask me about the manor. Yeah, tell me, Seamus. You spent yeah. a lot of time there. If you could kind of share your experience with us, it'd be really helpful. Well, I mean, I. I had a lot of experiences, but they weren't all like experiences. They were more like moments where I had water. 
There was water there. They had water. I mean, they have water, but it's not like water like you would have water if you had water. <laughs> that right there was the best thing she said all night. That. That's an exact quote from earlier in the show. Good call. Is that Mark actually Davis. what she said? That's actually what she said. <laughs> was that verbatim? Yeah, I kind of got it into was the red wet. It was yeah. water. I'm not afraid yeah. of water. What? Yeah, I'm not afraid of it, though. That was the that was the oh, format man. of the characters. It was whatever the last word you said, question mark, not really that thing. It's it so was funny. actually that thing, but different. That oh, was 52 minutes of like <laughs> a cock tease. It was like 52 minutes of yeah. In a minute. Like, all right, yeah. lady, what are we doing here? Come on. Yeah, she, we, the, she, she, she blew on it. She played with it a little bit, but it never went in her mouth. Yeah, it was that. It never yeah. went in her mouth. Almost told What did she us, tell you that she, what she was going to talk about? <laughs> Just like the man and all the crazy stuff. Like, you mentioned a documentary about the manor. Is there anybody talking literally about the shit that went down there? The stuff oh, yeah. that Chelsea didn't tell us. Maybe <laughs> I could pull. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know we, what I mean? Maybe I could pull <laughs> some audio there to actually get the shit that was happening that she wasn't explaining. There's a ton. There's a ton. And and honestly, even if she was like coherent, she would have given us the same vanilla. She yeah. would have given us the same interview that you could find on YouTube a hundred thousand times. Now everybody has the same story, but for some reason, he, he this is the clip that I wanted you to play, and and you could play it now actually, where it, it describes this is a person who's worked with law enforcement who was doing a documentary on the manor, and he describes the type of person that Russ is and how he targets people that won't give him a hard time. He finds people that are like weak. He he knows which ones are sort of. You know, so he's a predator. He's, he's a predator. A predator. Yeah. That's exactly what he is. Yeah. Can you find yeah. that clip? Which one is that? The last one you sent? No, not the carnage one. You got to go into the email I said. The untold um, truth of him. Is that the one? Uh, I... Well, let me run this. Do you tell me yes or no? It's important to note that all of these participants have volunteered to go through this extreme haunted house. They don't even charge an entry fee. They simply ask that you bring a bag of dog food. This is honestly how Russ can avoid facing any criminal charges because the participants are willingly entering the property and have signed a waiver saying that Russ can essentially torture them under the guise of it being an attraction for which he scoots by with almost no responsibility. Those pre-screen interviews are important for a reason though. Russ doesn't just want any type of person to enter. He's looking for the most vulnerable and easily manipulated so that when the entire thing is said and done, he can fool them into thinking that this was a pleasant experience with zero repercussions to their mental health. Even in the post interviews that he's uploaded to the official channel, the ex-participants look visibly shaken, still, as if just hearing this man's voice has struck fear into them and brought out those repressed memories. You're right, that was nothing compared to the chamber. Nothing at all. <laughs> but we're here waiting for you. <laughs> that guy looks like a psychopath. Yeah. His face I mean, uh, is fucked up. Yeah. Like his eyes are crooked. Like there's there's yeah, everything is. is wrong with that guy visually and mentally. Yeah, he has like pocky skin. Oh, and he's he, just um, repulsive. <laughs> it's absolutely it's absolutely no, but he's creepy looking. And and um what I said earlier, Seamus is like, I really think this is a dumb thing, and he got lucky that like Netflix wanted to cover it, so it's a lot bigger than I think it really is. It blew you up guys, 
we, yeah, yeah, like if we just decided we're going to hurt people in the backyard, it probably wouldn't be that bad. <laughs> yeah, I know. Every time I talk, tried to talk to her about getting on, she had a different excuse. But she like, got richer, though. 50 bucks richer. You just, <laughs> paid, you just paid her Wi-Fi bill. That, that'll never happen again. I just wanted to get this. I was wanted to do a Halloween episode. I'm like, let's just like get we this thing done. We all owe Todd some money. We got to buy Todd a drink for this one. Yeah. This is, this is on him. 50 bucks. <laughs> My God. That's, that's got to be the biggest payday of her life. <laughs> she dropped what she was doing tonight for this. Oh yeah, now she was she was going to go to the uh, yeah, the not for nothing. Distillery. The only fucking reading, person, the only fucking person in Kentucky on a Friday night reading a book. She must yeah. have been reading the book in Kentucky. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> That's the one book we have in the library. Yeah. Out this entire time, it's taken her ten years to read one book. I'm sure it's it, like Uncle Remus or something. I'm sure it's not some <laughs> classic novel. It's the yeah. Not, yeah. It, it is funny. When I went to Kentucky, I'm not joking when I said I, I pulled into the mall. I was the first spot. I went to a casino. I was the first spot. I'm like, are these places open? Just like we live in an area where it's just busy. Dude, Kentucky is like another planet. That's nothing to compare it to. Like, like that whole section of America is just like inbreds from, from coast to coast. It's like, I'm reading Abby Cadabby makes a peanut butter sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> but I decided to come on and waste your night too. <laughs> Ask me a question so I can answer it in uh, uh, circular conversations. So, Seamus, just so we're clear, you almost drowned as a child, but you're not afraid of water. But yeah. you are you are afraid of being stranded in a flood. Well, she also was drowned. Make sure that we cover that. <laughs> she, she drowned and died and came back to life. So this is as good as it gets for a yeah. young lady in Kentucky that's been drowned. And She's how doing long was as she... well as we could all do if we'd been underwater how, for a really how long, long was she? Time. How long did she say she was under for? You just don't know, she I guess. Didn't know she didn't because say. why she would didn't you know? Say. Well, they say humans can go what about five and a half minutes without breathing. No. Yeah, five and yeah. a half minutes. So yeah. I'm going to say her about eight and a half minutes. Oh my <laughs> goodness! He's actually legally dead. <laughs> In terms of her mental capabilities. She's actually a cadet. Yeah. yeah. Chelsea has honestly been in my 24 years in this business the no. worst fucking guest I've <laughs> ever had in my Sacramento life. Worst Sacramento Kings guy? Worst that than was... Sacramento Kings guy? Dude, the least yes. Sacramento Kings guy, they were boring as fuck, but they were trying to tell stories. <laughs> this one couldn't, she couldn't get to the end she of any singular story. Also, I was eating my also, hat. Also, lady friend. Yeah, he wanted to fuck the buddy. You get it. Just fucking yeah, got to the part where he tortured the people. What? He wanted to. He was in my inbox. Shut the fuck up. Nobody was in your inbox. Yeah. He Joe, was in your Joe, inbox trying to get I mean, your friend's number. Not only the worst guest, it was like the perfect, the worst guest with like the biggest hype. I told you I wanted you on the show because he's so good. Yeah, You're like wait till you hear what this girl's been through. She's fucking. Awesome. <laughs> I, I, I wanted to feel. This, I, I wanted to feel bad for her tonight. I wanted to <laughs> sympathize with Chelsea, and instead, she became just the second person I've ever kicked off a show, ever. 
<laughs> and the oh, the first guy that got kicked off was David. His parting words were, "I don't want to defend Hitler, but," and I was like, "You're fucking done." <laughs> Not sure what you're gonna say next, but I I don't think it's gonna live up gonna to what say you that just he had a pretty said. nice mustache. All right, so Jedi, you want to send us off? Well, Marks, the end is here. What the hell was that? I mean, Jamie <laughs> Manor, if you wanted to walk away thinking and realizing what that was all about, you know, this is not the right place. I mean, I even dressed for the occasion. Uh, um, apparently, the conspiracy is that it's a haunted house, but in reality, it's a dating service. So <laughs> thanks for listening. <laughs> thanks for listening. <laughs> Thank you.